professional, your weekly Devo podcast. My name is Jeff Gokey, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode 115. 115, so glad that you are here. I am at my mom's house here in South Carolina, Rock Hill, South Carolina. It is absolutely beautiful. And in true front porch confessional form, I'm outside. Um, she does not have a front porch, uh, and so I have reserved myself uh, here by the pool that is so beautiful. The outlooks there, 18 acres. She's got a pond and horses and all kinds of amazing stuff, but it's just been an awesome time to relax, be with her, my family, and have a great time. I hope wherever you are at right now, that you're doing really, really great. I hope that you're being able to rest. I hope that you're being able to slow down a little bit in the chaos of everything that's going on, you know, in the chaos of debates, in the chaos of, you know, the president getting COVID and, and an election that's coming up and then a pandemic and then social unrest, like all this nutso stuff that's going on right now, it can be really overwhelming. And, and I think a part of the way that we need to deal with the crazy in the chaos is just to kind of be calm, right? When it feels chaotic, we need to learn to be calm. It's to slow down. You know, I think it's one of those very evangelistic things. If you think about this, if the, if the world is really chaotic, everything around feels chaotic, you're going to go after, like if there's a, let's just say there's a, a wreck or an accident, right? And everyone's freaking out, right? Except there's one dude in the middle of the chaos, in the middle of the accident, and he just seems really calm, right? He's calling the police. He's checking in. You're going to talk to that guy. Like you're going to that guy and go, hey, man, like what's going on here, right? You're not running around to the people who are freaking out, losing their minds. What are we going to do, right? You're, you're going to the guy who's kind of calm or the gal who's kind of calm and relaxed. And so I think as Christians, it's evangelistic to be calm. It's evangelistic to slow down a little bit and to be calm because we know who God is. God is in control. Listen, I know it's crazy out there. I know a lot's going on. God is in control. He's in control. And, and to be honest, I have to step out in faith and believe and trust that he knows what to do. He knows what's next. This is not catching him off guard. He's not like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this is happening. What are we going to do? He's completely calm in this whole thing. And so for us, the people of God, we display that reality to the world. And so we're either a people that are going to run around and go, what are we doing? Or we're going to be like, okay, we need to pray. We need to focus. We need to depend. We need to trust. And it's not easy. Right? And where we fail, we come back again. We calm ourselves. God, I tried to do so good today and I totally screwed it up. And he's like, I know my grace and my mercy will cover all a multitude of sins. Let's try again tomorrow. And you say, okay, thank you. Please forgive me. And we're off to get off again. You know, because, and that's the journey of a believer who's trying to be like Jesus, to follow after Jesus. And it's not easy. It just isn't. So maybe today, Find yourself a place to be calm. If you're in the morning and you're listening to this, before you rush into the chaos that is your life and is work and everything else, what does it look like to just be calm before you head into the day? And maybe just pray, God, 
I need your help to be calm. I feel chaotic today. I feel like, oops, sorry about that. I feel like everything's going nuts. God, I need your help to be calm today. Maybe that's a prayer of your heart. Hey, for those of you who subscribe and listen to this podcast, just want to say thank you so much. Really, really, really appreciate the support. And uh, for those of you who uh, continue to uh, donate on Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Front Porch Confessional, just want to say thank you. Thank you so much. And some of you have sent in checks and Venmoed me, and I, I really appreciate that as well. It is allowing me to do this work. I'm I'm happy to do it out here in nature, in my mom's yard. I hope you can hear like the birds. There's like crickets. It's just, it's really beautiful tonight. So, um, but really excited to hop into this passage. It's appropriate in light of what I, uh, of what I just said. And in light of where I'm at right now, I think this is a very appropriate passage. It's Psalms 89, 11, and it says this, the heavens are yours. The earth also is yours. The world and all that is in it, you have founded them. So I'll say it again. The earth or the heavens are yours. The earth also is yours. The world and all that is in it, you have founded them. Uh, Every year for the last I don't know, maybe 11 or 12 years, I've gotten the opportunity to speak at this camp called Hume Lake. It's beautiful. If you've never been there, it's in Northern California, well, uh, Central California, um, but it feels like Northern California when you're in Southern California. Um, but it, it it's so beautiful up there. I mean, it's unbelievably pristine. It's in Kings Canyon. Um, it's just an amazing place. But I've gotten to be able to speak at this camp every year. And uh, one of the things I get to do is uh, in the summertime, uh, I do this uh, night talk. You know, they invite me up to do this night talk and they, they put all the kids outside. It's in this awesome out, outdoor venue. It's usually like pitch black. Everyone has their flashlights off and they just have a fire. So that's the only light. Everything else, I mean, it's pitch black. And as you look up into the sky, I mean, the stars are like brilliant they're like unbelievably bright and so I'm like giving this epic talk to them and I'm like talking them I say everyone look to the left everyone looks over there that's the big dipper and the big dipper is a sign that that God is near us right we can identify his handiwork in the skyline God preaching so strong and powerful right and the kids are just yes that's good yeah so I get done I'm feeling really like yeah I I feel like I represented what I was supposed to uh, say during the talk and and I sit down and and one of the leaders looks over to me he's like hey bro hey man great job like that was really good but that's not the big dipper man and I was like what are you kidding no it's right there it's a big dipper he's like not the big dipper at all and I was kind of deflated I was thinking like I, I mean I love the stars I look at the stars as often as I possibly can. I have an app that tells me how far away they are, the planets and how it rotates and the distance and all the different constellations. So I feel like I've got my, you know, my hand in the, in stars and all that kind of stuff. And nope, 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 nope. Just totally lied to a bunch of kids about the glory of God. Actually, I didn't lie to them about the glory of God. I just had my astrology or uh, uh, off and, and messed that all, all up. But it, it, but what I had to say in that moment was true. Look at the consistency of creation. 
Look how beautiful. Look how vast. Look how amazing. Look at everything that he's created and go, wow. You know, when we look to the sky and the vastness of space, and maybe you're listening to this right now and it's dark out, just look up. Just look up right now and just be like, your mind should explode. And if you can find yourself a dark place some t- somewhere today, uh, outside, you know, when, the, when, it's, when it's getting pitch black, just look up. You can see the planets right now. They're, they're, <laughs> they're all over the place right now. Right? And look up and just go, wow, look at the stars. It's amazing, the vastness of space. God says this, it's mine. It's mine. I created that. You know, when we think about the earth, you know, and, and, and the ocean, and when we try to contemplate, now this is, this is mind-blowing, and contemplate that only 5% of the ocean has been discovered. 5%. We've been alive all this time, and we've only discovered 5% of the ocean. And yet God says, I know every inch of it. I know every micro biological, every ounce of ocean, like a drop of water. I know it all. It's mine. Every piece of creation, everything we see and we don't see, God says, it's mine. I, I think it was Pascal. Don't quote me on this, but I think it was Pascal. And Pascal had this idea of like, when you look up in the universe and you see how vast the universe is on a macro scale, he's talking about there's another universe that exists on a micro scale. Now, just think about that, how vast the universe is on a macro scale, that there's another use, universe on a micro scale, microbiology, all those different things like that. And he says, humanity stands in the middle. Now, just let your imagination go nuts on that for a sec. And God says, it's all mine. I'm in control of it all. But here is what I was doing as I was working through this passage. I, I, you know, often when I come to scripture, I'm trying to personalize it, right? I want to personalize it. What's really going on here? And here's what I started thinking about. God looks to you and me as well. And he says, mine. You're my beloved. Which means this. And maybe this is what you need to hear right now today. You matter to God. You were created on purpose and for a purpose. You're not an accident. You matter to God. You matter. But, but how should this change the way we see everything? How should this change the way we see everything? You know, every day that you and I are alive should matter. It should matter. But who should get the glory for that reality, for that truth, for that commission, God should, of course. And if we start living like that, it will change everything. Here you have my promise. My promise is this. If you start living your life like that, that God deserves all the glory for everything you do, every single moment, every single breath, every single synapse in your brain, it will change everything. 
We will stop looking at our 401ks, our jobs, our homes, all the stuff that we've acquired, the success of our children, their grade, like all of it. Like name, rip off a list. You, you probably have your own list. Rip it off. And, and if we think we've accomplished anything, we haven't. It's all his and it's all for his glory. You know, it, I, I started thinking like it would be silly if a bird started boasting about how beautiful it is. Uh, I'm so beautiful. Look at my feathers. Look what I've become. Look, that, that's just silly. Like even the thought in your brain, right? You're, as you're listening to this and you're walking or jogging or driving or whatever you're doing, that should make you laugh. Like that, just that image of a bird in a tree just going, I, like a very pompous, stuck up diva bird, right? That should make you laugh. You're like, that's ridiculous. Yeah, it's just as ridiculous when we try to do the same thing. And we do it all the, all the time. You and I were created. And we were created on purpose to display the glory of God. Like that bird is in the tree and it's just living out its birdie life, right? And it's singing and it's living its life because that's what it was created to do. But what I've come to wrestle with and... Maybe you were wrestling with this right now is that we are glory hogs, aren't we? I'm a glory hog. I have to sit on my front porch on a daily basis and repent. I have to repent of thinking, of thinking too highly of myself, of thinking about look at all I've accomplished or look at I need to accomplish. Maybe you need to do that right now. Just repent. God, I've been trying to take all the glory. <laughs> I've been trying to take all the credit for everything that happens throughout the day. And I don't want to do that anymore. You own it all. It's all yours. And I'm yours. And you love me. You see me and you created me. I just want to serve you with all of my heart, with all of my soul, with all of my mind, with all of my strength. Because when we step back, and stand in awe of creations, ourselves included, we will be humbled and we will worship. That is the byproduct. The byproduct of humbling ourselves is awe and worship. That when we look at all that God is allowing us to be a part of, we will glorify God and not ourselves. And that is a beautiful shift in your life and in my life. That's a huge shift in your life and my life. You get all the glory, not me, which means a raise, which means uh, a job promotion, which means your kids' sports accomplishments, you name it. God gets all the glory. It's all his. And when we act like all of creation, we were created to worship our creator. And when we do, when we do that, we will finally find our place in it. So many of you are looking for your place in this world and you will find it as a result of what you worship and who you are worshiping. 
And that would be my question. Who are you worshiping? Who are you worshiping? Because he puts his hand on it and he says, it's all mine, you included. Father God, you love us. You say that we are your sons and your daughters. Thank you so much. We are learning to give you all the glory, all the honor, all the praise. Be patient with us as we learn to know who you really are. So take a breath, reflect, and believe that the God of the universe is near to you in your heart. Until next time, cheers. Cheers.